We are back with a new episode of the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. I am Mike. Garrett is still not with us this week. He is still tour managing out on the road. God knows where. Actually, we know where. He's in San Antonio with Vincent Neil Emerson right now. But that has been cause for for a little bit of break here in the podcast. But we're happy to be back this week with Jonathan Payton. And you just heard Indifference, his Single from last year. Now, I did just release a, a new EP just recently, uh, four songs, and we're going to talk about that new EP, play you two songs off of it, and talk about the very exciting things that he's been getting into with his musical endeavors with Drayton Farley, Charles Wesley Godwin, and, and Zach Bryan. He just had a, a crazy once-in-a-lifetime roller coaster experience with 
Charles Wesley Godwin and Zach Bryan out at out at Red Rocks and then off to South Carolina and he's been doing a lot of crazy cool stuff, a lot of ups and downs and he knows how to tell a story. So this this was a really fun episode and if you don't know who Jonathan Payton is and you like the music, I can't imagine you won't. He's got some great stuff, great harmonies with with him and his wife Abby and she actually uh joins us on the second half of this. She came in and and joined us for the rapid fires and and the the last little bit there. So stick around for that. Uh she, she boy can she sing. The the harmonies that those two come up with are insane. So if he's new for you, I I'm happy to to introduce you to to his music and 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 enjoy the podcast. Great people and great music and awesome stories. So welcome Back to the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. Enjoy the show. Boy, you're just telling me you got off quite the eventful week. Uh, finally back home. Uh, painting cars, man. I didn't know you painted cars. That's crazy, but... Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it a now. Yeah, crazy. Uh, crazy week from Red Rocks to Greenville. Where's Greenville at? Is that South Carolina or? Yeah, South Carolina. And okay. I'm North Georgia. So it was like we flew to Red Rocks. Uh, yeah. Came home. Greenville was like a three-hour drive, and we took mm-hmm. the full band of that. So we just piled in uh in our vehicles and left from my house early in the morning. Jeez. So. Who all, how many pieces do you got in your, in your band? Cause I haven't seen you live yet. And I've heard from uh, well, numerous a amount of, of times, people I need to see it, but <laughs> a lot of, a lot of times it's just my wife and I, and then what yeah. we do band right now, our band is a seven piece. A so, seven piece. What all do yeah, you have yeah. in that? So it's me and my wife. Um, I'm singing lead and playing acoustic rhythm. Mm-hmm. She's singing background vocals, um, a little lead here and there. Then we got a drummer, bass player fiddle player and two electric players dang dude that's crazy um i never would have guessed that because a lot of your a lot of your music is so like a lot of acoustic like the new ep is is obviously very very stripped down acoustic but then indifference the song we came in with that one's got a lot more yeah in it and um that's cool that you travel with that band um yeah well we actually it's the first time we've traveled together oh we've been playing together for years around here and a lot like i said most nine times out of ten my gigs are acoustic um yeah but yes the first time that we've traveled out of state together um even though my drummer has been playing with me for years um you know one of my guitar players is my brother-in-law so like you know we've been together off and on for a long time um but we've been branching out playing in different places and took them to greenville man it was cool but uh, yeah. it's a it's a fun setup. It's very different. You mentioned the uh, the acoustic EP. It's funny how that that came about uh, when we found out that we were going to be you know opening for Zach Bryan at Red Rocks. I'm like, I got to put something out, and <laughs> we are in the process of planning a record, but it, we just couldn't pull it off in time. Yeah. Yeah. So I had my buddy come over. I have it like an audio interface and Logic Pro, and I was like hey man can you help me with this because i'm not good and so he he showed me a little bit and i i recorded the songs uh at my kitchen table one take when the kids were sleeping and then uh 
you know, our record that we're talking about doing, we're going to be working with Sadler Vaden. And I, uh, I sent him the songs. I was like, Hey man, what do you think of these? Yeah. And he's like, Hey, can, can I mix them a little bit? And I was like, yeah. And he makes them a little bit. And I was like, I'm going to release these. So hell yeah. Yeah. I found like some website for real cheap to master them for like 20 bucks. <laughs> so we did it literally with like, I think a total, I think it cost us $80 to do that EP. That's awesome to hear. I didn't know that that's how the backstory came to be, but it's funny because I got introduced to you through Drayton and this sounds like a Drayton Farley story through and through like that dude's known for recording stuff in his bedroom. And then he's working with Sadler right now. too. We're oddly, we're oddly similar. We both, uh, yeah. Uh, have history in the auto industry wanting to do music. Yeah. And yeah, that dude was so in the auto lines. industry, but he, it's weird. So he's from Woodstock, Alabama. I'm in Woodstock. Uh-huh. That it's, is it's just like, too crazy. Yeah. And then we both work with says It's really weird. So him and I like, man, we get along great. Like love that guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the hell out of Drayton and he, you guys must've been playing a show together or somewhere. Maybe it might have been like it might have been South Carolina or North well, Carolina. We, we did a couple of shows uh, at the beginning of the year. We did one yeah. just out of Atlanta, um, out my way, and then we did Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And he was just uh, relentless. He's like, "You got to listen to this guy. Him and Abigail, their harmonies are like none other." And it's like, dude, if you're, we got Drayton Farley talking about like, I mean, that dude can sing. It's like, all right, I, I better check this guy out. And I'm glad, dude. That's, yeah, I, I went down that rabbit hole. And I'm super pumped that you put out this EP and the backstory of it just in preparation for new music before Red Rocks is even more, you know, stellar to add to the story. But, oh, yeah. Um, so thank you. I guess thank you, Drayton. Um, but I, I was looking for the exact quote that he had said, but I think he must have said it on a phone call, but he had some dynamite quote uh describing the harmonies that you and your wife have on the show on the sets because i'm pretty sure that was just like you as a duo with abigail i, I would have, have to guess on that but yeah yeah definitely he, he's like it'll it'll blow you away and and the way he was describing it is like the first time you hear you know when you're in a room like, the first time i heard drayden farley was like that where it's like holy shit this is not human uh, and that's <laughs> And that, and even even with that EP, the new EP, uh, just put together for eighty dollars, which is ridiculous. Uh, those harmonies just come through, right? And it's like that's I just cannot right, wait. And I can't, I can't. Yeah. Everyone's like, "You got great harmonies." I'm like, "That's Abby." That's she, just, she just, she just does it. Yeah, she she adds the magic. That's crazy, but yeah, that, for for a, a house home recording like that, man, that. you can just kind of envision what that would feel like being in the room um so yeah i can't i can't believe that that's how that ep came together that's insane (laughs) yeah yeah it was fun man i just i was itching i was like i gotta have just something because you know we're going to red rocks opening for zach bryan like there might be like three people there that know who i am you know so i want to if people go and look us up i want them to have something that's a little current that's representative of uh just kind of how her and I perform and that's why I was like we didn't do a click we didn't do separate takes it was just singing and guitar at the same time and mm-hmm. uh 
kind of how if you were in our living room with us when we recorded it, that's, you know, or we did a house show. That's what, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it came through very, very nice. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed with that. That's how that that was done. I figured it was at least in a studio with some kind of professional (laughs) equipment, but that's awesome. Um, let's talk about how, how that relationship with Zach start? Cause I mean, someone just doesn't find themselves on the bill at red rocks right (laughs) yeah kind of wild um so i in a weird way just was able just reached out and got in contact with um his old manager Mm -hmm. and he responded with belting bronco question mark and i was like huh is he asking me to come be on the belting Bronco? Cause I knew Zach had had a couple episodes or that he did the first one with the song, Oklahoma city, and then invited uh, like J.R. Carroll. And I think, uh-huh. Kat and maybe, uh, so I was like the fifth episode, but okay. I'm, I'm like, sure. Uh, <laughs> and I think, no, and this is when he was still in the Navy. Uh-huh. Like, you know, we're, we're flying from Georgia to Washington and we meet up with them and it's funny if you look on his youtube channel it's the the belting uh broken bronco because his, his bronco broke down uh so it's the only episode that's not in a bronco <laughs> so uh, I, it, it took me a while to figure it out though that was the those video series that they were doing driving around yeah okay yeah, yeah. So okay. we were the last one he did i mean he was he got out of the military not long after that. And so he, and he got yeah. busy. I would imagine that's, that's yeah, why it but, sounds uh, like it. <laughs> we, we hit it off, man. We got to hang out just uh, me, my wife, Abby and him, three of us. And I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about, about him and who he's been to us. And, you know, eventually he was out of the military and, he had a couple shows before he started touring and we were scheduled to, he asked us to open at um, Avondale Brewing in Birmingham last year. Mm-hmm. And right before that, he was going to play um, Bonnaroo, I believe it was. Yeah. And the fields flooded. And so they canceled the whole thing. And he asked us to come, he did a pop-up show at Marathon Music Works in Nashville. And we got asked to do that with like two days notice. And we're like, yeah, we're coming. Um, so it sounds like for better or worse, when you and Zach are together, something happens with the weather. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. So we, we've stayed connected with them and he started touring. We've gotten into a few shows with them. I, uh, we just did, you know, Red Rocks and Greenville. Mm-hmm. Uh, this summer I flew up by myself and did Washington, Spokane, Washington, wow. and then Cleveland, Ohio. Um, but earlier this year, my wife and I, uh, we drove out to St. Louis to do the um, music festival there. It was just the first day. It was just he was headlining and I was opening for him and Charles Godwin. And well, that lineup sounds familiar. Yeah. Same same as Red Rocks. And a tornado came and we could see the tornado. What? And of course, like Zach and his crew, they're from Oklahoma. So they're like, oh, cool. Yeah. We have a tornado. And we're like, just another day. Like, no, no, this isn't cool. So uh, <laughs> we actually, I got like a, I think a call, a text and an email. And there was a social media post from the venue saying that me and Charles were no longer playing. 
And so that, that was the first time. So that, that was the tornado too, one? not just at Red Rocks. Yeah, tornado one, because they, they actually oh, ended up doing the show. They opened the gates two hours late. And then uh, Zach, Zach, out of, you know, the kindness of his heart, gave me some of his set, some of the yeah. time. And let me get up and play a little bit. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, and so you bring up the weather. Here, fast forward to Red Rocks, and <laughs> we're, 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 all, we're in the car on our way, and I... I was told that we weren't playing anymore and it it was a bummer. It wasn't uh yeah, it wasn't his fault. He did everything. No. Right. Um, yeah, obviously not not Zach's fault that that happened, but walk me through like kind of the roller coaster of emotions because you still you still made the most out of out of the day when they when they pulled the openers from that bill. It sounds like you and Chuck both kind of made the most of yeah, that. Yeah, well, so you know, I had often like when I play with him, it's my wife and I are me and I don't have any management. I don't have tour manager, no booking it, nothing. I like, I'm a hundred percent. It's, it's me and my wife. Yeah. And so like this time I brought a couple people to kind of help out. And also people mm-hmm. that, you know, we're really close to yeah. some family, some very close friends just to be there. And so we're out there and, you know, we're, like we had stopped by the store to buy some extra thermals because it was supposed to be like something <laughs> degrees. And that's when I found out and I was like, let's just go and be there. Like we're still, you know, going to be part of the yeah. night. Just not going to get to play. Mm-hmm. And we got there and had fun and just kind of took it. in. It was beautiful. And actually one of my friends that came has a very nice video camera, like one of those black magic cameras. Oh yeah. Those and, are, uh, oh, dang, those he are... filmed a ton of video. So we'll have some stuff coming out. So we went to like the top of Red Rocks and filmed and then, we also filmed some stuff in downtown Denver that we'll be putting oh, out. Cool. But uh, so, you know, we're feeling kind of bummed. We're hanging out in the green room, though. They're very hospitable and mm-hmm. have to say hey to Zach and, you know, some of the, some of his team. And they're always nice to us. And just kind of like, I don't know, you feel very high because where you're at, but also really low because you're like, oh, wow, I'm not singing on that stage tonight. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then we got so. I randomly saw Zach's dad, who I knew who he was, but we've never met. We've talked. Dwayne is Dwayne. a great guy, man. So I see him from like the other side of the stage. And this is before like doors open, way before. And I was like, Dwayne. And he's he came over, met him, and he's like, Where's your wife? And he's like, Well, she's in the green room. He's like, Let me come up there. So took him up there and introduced him to everybody. And mm-hmm. he, honestly, thanks to him, because he was like, if you know anything about him, he he loves to bring people together. He loves mm-hmm. to get people pumped and hyped. And yeah. he was like, hey, I'm sorry you don't get to play tonight, but there's a there's a parking lot full of people that that would love your music. And some of them know you are. And I know there's guitars up there. I'm going to be going up there in a couple minutes. You want to go? Hell so yeah. we're like, absolutely. And so we went up there. And had, I mean, my wife and I have talked about it a ton, like get emotional thinking about it. Like I've, we felt so loved and so supported and it was just magical. Like, I really don't know how to, you know, thanks to, you know, one Zach for even having us out there, Mm -hmm. you know, he didn't have to add us to the bill, Um, but he did. And then Dwayne, you know, went out of his way to, to make that happen. And now like, Man, my phone's blown up nonstop. <laughs> People with support, and it's really cool. Yeah, 
And then, you know, after that, we went back in and we got to watch Zach just, just kill it. And mm -hmm. I got back, I, uh, I found out like, Hey, you and Charles are going to get on stage with Zach and play country roads and open it up. So mm -hmm. you know, Charles and his band got up and me and Abby and Zach were out there and we sang country roads with them. Yeah. Um, being out on that stage when we weren't expecting to, it was just like, I, and the snow is pouring down. Dude, the snow falling down. The snow is falling down. Like it's like a thaw snow. It's Absolutely not like that. Insane. Yeah. When it snows here in Georgia, it's nasty and icy. And it's like, so the, it was a beautiful snow and like mm -hmm. red rocks. It was, it just, I don't know. It was like picture perfect. Yeah. You're there. I was there with my wife. I was there with my friends. It was there with Zach and Charles. And yeah. just getting to watch him do his thing and have his Red Rocks debut, I'm like, it was cool. He's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. And he was really good to us. And then he brought us back on for, uh, he did an encore, a couple of songs. His last one was his song Revival. Mm -hmm. It was like a 10 minute version. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> we, there, I mean, if I had to guess, like 20 something people on the stage for the encore. And he would just randomly like look at someone and be like, come on, your, your turn. turn. <laughs> your, your turn to sing a chorus. So he let me and Abby sing a chorus on That's uh, awesome. Revival. We, we just, we danced our asses off and had fun, man. Dude, so I was obviously not there. I thought about going out, but um, I remember seeing that. I had a couple buddies out there and they texted me as soon as the news came out that there are no openers. And I, I remember feeling so bummed for you and for Charles and all those guys. I'm growing pretty close with them and I, I was so bummed. And then I went to bed early and because it was like a weeknight. <laughs> yeah. I had to teach in the morning. But I woke up and I think the first thing, well, I had like, you know, those 10 minute long snapchat videos from a couple people that were there yeah. <laughs> and, but i like i didn't quite get through all those but i was like damn that looks really cool uh and then i saw i think i'm pretty sure it was Dwayne had an instagram story of you playing in that parking lot and all those people gathered around and singing and the snow coming down and then uh all of a sudden like my heart started feeling so happy for seeing how you made the most of that situation and then you know, you go back to the, to the, those Snapchat stories and you see Charles got to play and you got to be on stage. And it was just like, dang, for like what could have been like really, a really, really sad day. Like, yeah, it was so uplifting to see what you guys made of it. Um, I appreciate that, man. We, like, I think I said already, like, I, I don't really like know what words to use to describe it. Yeah, obviously we were bummed and people were bummed for us, but like, I look back on that trip and like, I'm just happy. Yeah. Like, like I, all I can do is be happy. Um, yeah. I'm really grateful for it. Even if it was just to go there and see the show that those guys put on, like, yeah, but you, you didn't just do that. You put on, know, it, was, on it was a lot more man. stage singing songs. I mean, yeah, that was, Dude. that was a rush. You know, I don't, People are always like, are you nervous to get on stage? It's weird. Like, I just love singing. So, like, yeah, I don't, I don't get nervous about the singing, but there was just, like, an energy there that it just happened so fast. You're like, wait, 
I'm at Red Rocks and the like mountains are starting to snow cap a little bit. And wow. the snow's pouring down and look who's here and where we're at. Like, I don't know, man. I'll never forget it. It's a magical place, man. Yeah. I'm so glad for you that that was, that sounds just amazing. I feel like that's one of those experiences that's just going to take time to even process. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the memory that you just made. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, but, it's funny. So that was Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. And Saturday night we played uh, in Greenville, at Greenville mm-hmm. Country Music Fest, and we get there and it rained the entire day. And here's the, here's the funny. Oh, that part. same storm system. <laughs> yeah. Here's the funny part is at the end of our life. So we were on, we were the last band to play on the smaller stage and then as soon as our set ended charles was starting on the big stage mm-hmm. and so at the end of my song in the beginning of charles first song the sun came out and a rainbow popped up boom for like two minutes <laughs> <laughs> it just started raining again and I'm like, <laughs> really come on now damn but That's uh awesome. I think charles got some some decent weather though he he killed it yeah yeah, that's that's quite the weekend, my friend. Um, hey, let's uh, we haven't played a song in a while. That I mean, the stories are too good. Like it's it's impossible not to. But uh, I I want to in the in the middle here play, uh, I'll be free off of your latest EP, Learning to Survive. Is that cool with you? Of course. All right. I, now I'm picking this one because, as I mentioned earlier, the harmonies with you and your wife just shine uh, they shine through in all four songs but this one just struck me you know put this one on with some headphones and just like close your eyes yeah, this, one's our, this one's our show opener we open our show oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. one of these days i'll catch that but hey before we play it uh is there anything you want to say about it like the story behind it or, or any cool cool stories you got for for the song uh i the idea um is kind of like an encouragement to, to be kind to people. Um, yeah. I don't know, especially here in the, in the South where it's kind of the buckle of the Bible belt. Mm-hmm. And you would think that in that kind of environment, there'd be a lot of grace. And there's typically not. <laughs> uh, not always, but, you know, I have yeah. some experiences. And it says... Uh, Tomorrow I'll be free because in the morning they're gonna hang me. Basically, like I'll find relief when I when I'm when I'm dead because there's no escaping this in in a sense. So it's some people are kind of confused. It's it's more sad than people think it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> realize uh, it, it's just kind of uh, like a I don't know, just like pouring out past hurts. I guess like just. And kind of a reminder to myself to to be kind to people and extend like the grace that you you demand, like extend that same grace to people. I love it. And uh, November is kindness month, which you probably would not know unless you worked in a school. <laughs> so that that's perfect. We'll go in to this this song. Uh, I'll be free, thinking of being kind to everybody else around you. All right, this is I'll be free. Brother, I'd sing you a song I want to make right the things I've done wrong 
When the morning comes, I see what I've done and I'll be gone. I once was washed by the blood for hungry wolves. It's never enough. They're knocking down my door. They're looking for more. I've learned to run. But tomorrow. Cause in the morning they're gonna hang me. Let my final words ring true. Oh, Father, forgive us. We know not what we do, sister. I will take it all back. I wish that's how it worked. Your forgiveness, I do ask. You see, I'm at the end of my road. There's no way home. I'm fading fast. But tomorrow I'll be free. 'Cause in the morning they're gonna hang me. Let my final words ring true. Oh, Father, forgive us. We know not what we do, but tomorrow I'll be free. 'Cause in the morning. Are you kidding me? Like this is a, a mic edit note in the middle of the podcast here, but they made that acapella in their bedroom as their kids are sleeping just to have something to put out before Red Rocks. That's insane. That's insane. Okay, we're going to go back into the episode now, but that is freaking nuts. All right, that was I'll Be Free off of the latest EP, Learning to Survive. And during that song, we have gained a guest on the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. We're going to welcome in Abby, Jonathan's wife and Harmony's master, or you said like magic harmonies or something like that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Was how that was used to describe. So welcome. Thank you for sitting down and joining. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I feel bad. We should have pulled you in earlier when we were talking you up with all the the harmonies and everything from the weekend, but it's all good. Hey, we got you now. Um, and we got her just, it just, get, it just got, just keep getting <laughs> <laughs> we had her just in time for the rapid fire. So, uh, it's her dismay, uh, maybe not the best time for her to join in, but she's suckered in now and there's nothing she can do about it. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, for those not familiar, the rapid fire questions are just some goofy, would you rather, or just random questions so we can get to know more about our guests on the ship. Um, and yeah, so 
this first one, I'll take it easy on you guys, but what do you think the best decade all around for music is or was? Mm. You got to pick one. I have differing opinions on that. Um, I want to say 60s, but maybe 70s, maybe 70s. 60s or 70s. Now, we're not just talking like... like I feel like 60s pioneered a lot. Coming out of, you know, all the music that was written, uh, just super meaningful and coming out of a place of like pain and fear and... I don't know. I think that that would have been... Yeah, there's like a lot of classic rock and you think of like early John Prine. Yeah. You know, the early Dylan years. So like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like that was... That's probably the best. Like, there's amazing music in all of them, but I think mm-hmm. that that one stands it's out the most. Kind of golden, yeah. I wonder, like, so the '60s were, gosh, is that 60 years ago? Holy hell! Uh, <laughs> I wonder 60 years from now, like when they look back at the 2020s for music, like who they'll be talking about? Like, oh man, that was early so and so, like all this music coming out of of the pandemic yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the 2020s that was so- <laughs> yeah 60s okay oh not like i remember the 60s but <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of said that like yeah that just seemed like yesterday the 60s <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh let's go with the best fast food and the worst fast oh. food that's one in the night. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's one in the, it, it's the same, same place. Uh, after when we when we're playing a show, if we're driving home late, our our guilty pleasure is Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I understand how it could be the best. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's the that's <laughs> the best <laughs> worst. I will say when we were just in Colorado, we did go to Jack in the Box. That's pretty good. But yeah, but that was not here. that was not meat in that taco. That was some kind of paste. Yeah. That's not good. You said it was good. That's horrible. No, it was good. It, it was good, good for a dollar something. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those I didn't care, but I was like, "This is a hard taco. It's soggy, and this is not meat. I'm not convinced." So, yeah, it was a hard taco too. Yeah, well, it wasn't hard. It was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, I don't like hard tacos. That's no, no, no that's just me. But Taco Bell, it's one of those like we always we'll look at each other, Mick. Should we Taco Bell? And then we're like, yeah. yeah. And then we go and the next <laughs> morning, we're like, why did we do that? It was so good, but this morning's not. <laughs> so I know like ex- same place. Dude, everybody listening to that is like guiltily relating. <laughs> yeah, we've been there. Um, okay, that's that's a great answer. Um if you had to get like you had to get a face tattoo, what would you do? What would you put on your face? And if I'm gonna go that far, it's just gonna have to be something funny, like something, yeah, something dumb where people are just like, "What is wrong with this guy?" Probably get a unibrow. <laughs> that is the perfect like, "What is wrong?" With this? I mean, great. you're gonna get the "What is wrong with this person?" Anyways, it's a face tattoo, but <laughs> you know, some people, some people can get, you know, they start getting tattoos up here and they pull it yeah. off. Yeah, Benjamin, yeah. he looks good with those tattoos. That's true me yeah that's true no if someone saw me sport knows it i couldn't do it man um i don't know i would it'd be funny to get like someone's face on your face 
that would be funny. Okay, so now you have to pick who though. Now you have to pick a person's face to get on your face. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm trying to think. Who's someone like just random to where, where people are so confused? Get like Betty White tattooed on your <laughs> cheek or something. I don't know. That's so, so, so just confuse people. I just want to confuse people to where they're yeah. just like they don't know what to do with me because they can't stop looking at Betty White on my cheek. I think these are phenomenal answers. A unibrow and Betty White on your cheek. Like that. <laughs> you're, you're doing awesome. Great. All right. Let's see if we can go four for four. This is, these just kind of progressively get weirder. Um, if you had to pick one, um, would you rather have an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck? Mm-hmm. Well, you can lift a lot of things with the elephant trunk. Correct. What happened if a draft gets a sore throat? I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of strep, man. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I've always wanted to be tall, so I'm pretty short. I think a draft. So you could reach things. I'd want to be able to see over people because anytime I'm in a crowd, I can't see over people. So no. draft. Yeah. Neck for me. I'd go with the trunk. I think they're <laughs> both like beneficial. Like I could actually see myself picking one of these. Like. <laughs> like you know the the trunk's got a lot of benefits i would assume you have a normal mouth underneath it's not gonna change anything like that it's just like a big nose trunk that you can pick stuff up with but yeah i don't know that's an interesting question i got that one off the google really couldn't go wrong with either to be honest yeah nice. they're both they're both serve some there's some good pros i did not think of the con of the sore throat uh <laughs> dilemma with the giraffe but <laughs> i think i'd go with the trunk as well yeah the, the sore throat thing really that, although dude imagine sneezing with a trunk would it sound like an elephant sneeze? <laughs> this would be something to google i don't know do elephants sneeze ah, <laughs> see if there's any zoologists uh listening to this episode today <laughs> all right you guys killed that that was that was a, a dynamite rapid fire segment good job congratulations um but uh, I do want to point out for, for those that were curious about that parking lot uh, set that you guys put on. Um, in the meantime, you mentioned there's some some pretty cool footage that you guys snagged uh, throughout your, your trip. Um, there is not I mean, there are several TikToks, not just from yours, but a bunch of people kind of posted about it. But if you can I know you just uploaded a, a TikTok and Instagram and it might be on Facebook or Twitter, too. But Pretty much all of Jonathan's social medias are Jonathan M. Payton, just through and through. Um, but go to the Instagram or TikTok. I didn't know you had TikTok, but I'm going to have to go follow you uh, now. <laughs> TikTok's a love-hate, man. Oh, it's always a love-hate. Yeah. I'll delete it, and then won't have it for a long time, and then I'll get on it, and I'll delete it, and I'll get on it. And then and then someone posted that, so I got it again. And uh, Yeah. It's yeah. It's one of those deals where too much screen time sometimes because you're just getting those little niches or you just keep scrolling. But yeah, anyways, it's like a bonding moment for us though. To be honest, there are times where we're like we're exhausted. We put the kids down, mm-hmm. got to work the next morning, and we're just like, hey, let's find let's l- let's laugh for a minute. Let's <laughs> let's get on. Yeah. Time. So yeah, yeah. I no, appreciate yeah. that aspect of it, but yes, yeah. it it's it's consuming. I it can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, for those TikTokers out there, uh, Jonathan does have a TikTok, Jonathan M. Payton. And 
there's a bu- there's a couple different ways you could spell Jonathan, and there's a couple different ways you could spell Peyton. Don't make it harder on yourself. The name is literally on the episode right now, so just like, like look at what it says and then type it in that way, and that will help with finding <laughs> your social media. That's that's the people listening, but uh, it is spelled out. I'll 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 type it out in the description of the episode if it helps people. But go. So, the right way. That's like. <laughs> that's true but but you can check out that that snow falling in the in that parking lot video at red rocks that's that's pretty sweet and then then give jonathan a follow and stay tuned there's i know there's a it's a long process to recording an album but uh eventually when that time comes you're gonna be you're gonna want to be following jonathan because uh sadler vaden ain't no slouch when it comes to producing an album so that will be something he's a big eye out for yeah absolute beast but um do you have any upcoming shows uh where people can catch you or i can catch you i still need to do that our next shows are actually sold out so we're playing with charles godwin in december we're doing like a just a little two-date run Hmm. we're going december 15th to knoxville and the next night we're playing in madison indiana oh okay at uh but um so we we're trying to figure out exactly what next year is going to look like and yeah. we have some potential bookings but nothing confirmed yet um you know we're we got three young kids i'm working full time i'm so i'm not doing music full time and right um for us to pursue that it's not going to look like just touring you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah that's that's uh yeah, that's just not how we're going to do it. So we want to, we want to do, we're going to not do like full-time touring. So we want the shows that we do to be really special. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all are anyways, but, you know, just be extra purpose, thoughtful purpose about yeah. Yeah. what we're doing, um, what we're putting our time and energy into. And so we're in this kind of phase where we know we're going to go record. We, we want to keep playing shows, but we don't know how frequent they'll be. Um so yeah, we just have two shows left this year. Um, we'd like yeah. to definitely play more than we've been playing, probably start branching out more. Yeah. Um, we're entertaining the thought of like maybe doing some house shows along the Southeast here. And, yeah. You know, giving it a run or even entertaining um, going down to Florida where we have some family and booking a couple of shows down there and taking our kids with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, a lot, a lot's up in the air right now with us, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Um, yeah. So yeah, we got those two shows coming out. We'll, we will be booking more. We just uh, it hasn't. We haven't confirmed it all yet. Right. Well, I know you're also entertaining the idea of coming up to Iowa City, seeing your buddy Mike, playing some shows up here. But and I'd love. To. <laughs> I would love to. You set it up and we'll hey, be. Drayton <laughs> did it. The posters right there. He survived. <laughs> He did. There'll, he be, there'll be some January, more stuff with dude. him in the future. He's he's uh he's one of our favorites, man. He's been a really good friend to us. Yeah, he's a good dude. And like I said, uh he he introduced me to to your stuff. So much uh much appreciation to Drayden on this one. But yeah, I would recommend yeah. he came in January in Iowa in January, but the coming from the south is not for the faint of heart man it's cold <laughs> so you might want to be looking more at like a may date <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right um 
but yeah, final thoughts. I guess uh, definitely go follow Jonathan on on social media so that you can you can be uh, alerted when when these shows come out. They're few and far between. So if he's in, a, if you're in a, they're coming to your neck of the woods. Uh, you might want to jump on that because they got family and they got jobs. So catch them all you can. Um, but shoot, man, thank you for coming on. I'm glad, Abby, you, you got to join us for the, the last bit here. You did an excellent job with Rapid Fires. And um, very, very happy. And, and my heart's full seeing uh, what you guys did this weekend with that that situation out in out in Colorado. Man, that was that's just one for the record books right there. Um, yeah, definitely. glad you got to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, for those those listening, check out check out that new EP and all the other songs that that uh, Jonathan has out from way back in that album in 2016, Waters Below. There's I mean, a stellar album as well. So uh, not I haven't heard a single bad song. So so definitely go down that catalog and, and find your favorites. Uh, we are going to leave everybody with "Learning to Survive," the title track off of the latest EP that was put together right before this Red Rocks journey. So, yeah. uh, if you have any final thoughts on on that song to take us out, a little intro or story behind that one, that would be awesome. And thank you again for for coming on. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's it's been a pleasure. Uh, the idea behind "Learning to Survive" that's a hundred percent a song that I wrote about me for myself. Um, some years back, I would just felt like I was stuck in the routine mm-hmm. um, of everything of, you know, working hard for my family and being a husband, being a father. And those are like the best things that I've ever had in my life. Um, but I let the routine kind of numb me for a moment. Mm-hmm. And I was just caught up in like everything that I had to do and what I'm doing instead of actually enjoying everything right in front of me, if that makes sense. So I felt like I was taking yeah. everything for, and I had a big smack in the face, kind of a wake up call and like, um, basically like slow down. Like there's, there's a lot more to this than just surviving, like live your life. Like you have the greatest thing ever right in front of you. Like, take it in take advantage of the time you had and so the song i mean yeah it was written for me saying hey like it's more than just surviving
than most people Hell, they don't know me Oh, the demons That are tagging along Cause I've worked so hard To disguise them To hide them behind a false perception of reality I'm fighting to breathe but I'm still alive My head's in the water but I still fight There's so much more to this life than just learning to survive I'm fighting to breathe but I'm still alive My head's in the water but I still fight There's so much more to this life and just learning to survive Just learning to survive